Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you are listening to this final edition of the Secret Sorceress Society for 2022. Yes, who can believe that we are now at the end? What a year it has been. And for many of us, we are white knuckling and dragging our way there. There isn't one client that I am not seeing at the moment that isn't feeling exhausted, fatigued, battle-worn and just ready to come within. And of course, as we move towards winter solstice, start of winter, it's a perfect time for us to be moving into that winter season in our cyclical living. I wanted to share where I'm at, what 2022 has gifted me and how I'm looking forward to new views, new perspectives in 2023. So at the beginning of 2022, if anyone had told me that I would be finishing the year using body identical HRT and plugged into my daily bit of bioresonance via my healing machine, I'd have probably looked at them and smiled and thought, yeah, ha yeah, no way. But like anything, one of the most important things, you know, people are always talk about the scientific method and, you know, using good science and research, we are constantly getting new information. We are constantly evolving. Things are constantly moving. And I just got to that point in my life where I made the decision that in order to enjoy and improve the quality of my life, it was time maybe to look at HRT. So let me tell you a little bit about that story, because I know for many, it's raised a few eyebrows. I have been questioned as to my what's and my why's and do I feel like a failure because I've, you know, I've gone, I've taken it. And the answer is hell no to all of those things. So as many as you, as many of you may know, I very much take a very natural approach to my well-being. So, you know, it's all about eating the plants, smelling the plants, getting out in the plants, using my essential oils, work, you know, looking at my, my, my diet and making sure that I'm getting lots of, you know, good nutrients. But, you know, at the end of the day, I am a 55 year old woman who living in what I now realize is not a natural world. So whilst I fully, fully honor that the menopause is a natural transition and it is a wonderful time of life. I do not regret one moment of going through my own menopause transition. Now that I'm three and a half years on the other side, things, I wasn't being able to manage my, my well-being as well as I thought I would be able to, if that even makes sense. So I've taken some, I've taken some very proactive steps. As you know, I've spoken about in previous podcasts, I'd had my Dutch test done about two years ago with the wonderful Yolanta, the holistic pharmacist. And as a result of that, decided to, you know, take some proactive steps, change some of my supplementation routine, um, realized again, I had to retire superwoman, which is why I am so passionate about my own coaching program, The Calling, where I empower and lead other women to understand how constantly being in superwoman, which is basically where I have been for 
hundreds of years, um, it can be detrimental to our long-term well-being. So, you know, one of the things the lockdown gifted me was that opportunity to pause, so no longer rushing around, running around and doing all of those things. And for a while, everything felt really fabulous. In fact, for longer than a while, you know, everything calmed down. But as we came into 2022, I started to notice that my hot flushes were coming more. My sleep was super, super out of sorts. And I'm just really grateful that I wasn't having to get up to go in for a nine to five Monday to Friday job. So if I needed to sleep in because my sleep had been so poor during the night, or, you know, if I woke up and I wasn't feeling it, I could just kind of, you know, hit snooze, roll over, or even have a nap in the afternoon. And I continued to evaluate and look at, at my life. But, you know, we've just come through a super hot summer. And again, one of the things I'm sure for many of us, our sleep was very disrupted because it was just so hot at night. But when you're hot and you're having power surges, so I've never had sweats or anything. I would just get incredibly hot. And, you know, many of us will know that leg in, leg out, duvet on, duvet off. But even in the heat, oh, the heat of the summer, I would still be sleeping under a duvet because I love that, that sense of waiting. It really helps to ground me. But we went on holiday at the end of September, sorry, the beginning of September, and I literally did not sleep for the whole of that holiday. My power surges were coming much more frequently. And in the end, I just decided that enough was enough. I'd had my Dutch test redone. And this time my estrogen and progesterone levels were much lower than they should have been for a woman at my phase in, in life. So, you know, one thing that we all need to be aware of is yes, we do still need estrogen and progesterone. We don't stop producing it. Our body continues to make small amounts, but obviously when it's constantly under stress or we're not calming down, then that can have a huge impact. And I just got to the point where, you know, some of my levels had improved, so my testosterone had improved, but my adrenals were still not doing as well as they 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 could be, aka stop running, you know, having run at life since probably about the age of seven, they were they were definitely very, very challenged. And when and many of you will recognize this, when you can't sleep, when you are constantly feeling weary from the lack of sleep you have to make some choices. So I spoke to Yolanta again and told her that I, I felt it was time for me to start HRT because I wasn't going to be able to green juice my way out of all of this. Now, very, very interestingly, and I know this is everybody's experience, we had a conversation. We agreed that I wanted to get the estrogen gel. The reason being is I wanted to be in control of the dose because given that I've not had sort of any medical intervention to support me hormonally for the, through the whole duration, I felt very intuitively that just going straight to a full dose in something like a patch or a tablet might be a little bit too much for my body to cope with. So we agreed that I would get the gel and a progesterone tablet 
Within 24 hours of calling my doctor, I was at the pharmacist getting my gel. Now, at the time, I just got the gel. And don't worry, I didn't start, I didn't start using that, first of all, because my doctor wasn't that forthright about wanting to prescribe it. But I went in very clear about what my needs were, what I wanted. And so we agreed that he would prescribe the gel. And if they didn't have it, I would come back. But yes, they did have the gel. But it had all happened so quickly, I hadn't quite got my head around. So even though I needed to make some changes, I hadn't got my head around being ready to go straight away. <coughs> Excuse me. So it took a few weeks for me to ring back and say, OK, now I'm ready for my progesterone. Now, interestingly, during this time, I thought, right, if I'm going to start taking my HRT, I really do want to dial in and check in with everything else that I'm that I'm doing. And one of the things, again, and this is why everybody, we need to really be in tune with ourselves and really connected to our own body's needs. So over you know the last sort of 18 months, I've been listening again and again and again to so many wonderful people in the field of menopause talking about intermittent fasting, talking about not eating three hours before you go to bed, looking at, you know, keto style diets. And, you know, like many people, I had a bit of a vanity uh, matrix, you know, I've, I've put on quite a little bit of weight around my belly. And yes, I do understand that the amount of cake and chocolates that I eat may have contributed to that as well. But I thought, right, okay, if we're going to do this, we've got to do it all, you know, together. I don't just want the HRT to be a, a sticking plaster, so to speak. And one of the things I'd noticed, and I knew this from before, that if I eat three hours before I go to bed, by about midnight, I'm absolutely, you know, so that means about six o'clock in the evening. So if I have my last meal at six o'clock in the evening, I am absolutely wired by the time I go to bed. And I've been doing that, and I don't know why I've carried on doing it, but, you know, everyone was telling me that was the right thing to do. So, you know, come on, Mary Taylor, listen to your own body wisdom. And um, so I stopped eating at six o'clock in the evening and went back to eating about half eight, sometimes maybe nine o'clock at night. Very Mediterranean, is it not? My sleep straight away fell back into line. That's all it took. I just needed to intuitively eat when I needed to eat. And what I needed to do is, you know, have that later meal and then, you know, make sure I'm staying hydrated and not do all the snacking in between. So I went back to making sure I was having my three meals a day. Straight away, my sleep came back into line. So just putting it out there for you, if you are following something that somebody else is telling you is absolutely the right thing to do. And don't get me wrong, you know, I was listening to some really, really amazing, well-researched women talking in this field. It just wasn't right for me. So my sleep came back into line. And again, I was eating my three meals a day. I went back to having my, you know, my protein at every meal. That works for me. I felt amazing straight away the other thing i started to do was to use something called a healy now a healy is a little bioresonance machine 
and it's a sort of smart wearable device. And what I love about it is it sends like individualized, micronized frequency. So basically, in my very, very layman's terms, it helps your body to calm the frank down. And no word of a lie, and this is just my experience, it's not medically proven in any shape or form, but from the day that I started using my Healy three times a day, I've not had one power surge since then. It literally, because, and again, my logic is telling me that my body went from being in meerkat mode to just calming the frank down. And that then helped to stop my body being in this fight or flight moment and pushing out the power surges. That's that's my logic, that's my understanding. Personally, there's a kind of element of, it's just worked for me. And again, I'm very intuitive. If it feels right, a little bit like when I started working with essential oils, it just felt right. I instantly felt my body go, so by changing my diet and doing intuitively what was right for my body and listening to it again, to finding a little bit of help and support through this bioresonance machine, the Healy, <clears throat> my sleep had improved, my hot flushes had gone, but I was still a little bit achy. And, you know, there was other stuff going on. So I decided the time was right. And I felt ready to start the HRT. But I looked at my progesterone and just, again, there was something that said, mm, I can't do this. And I was reading the contraindicators and they were all like one in 10 and one in a hundred for this and that. So I had a little quick call in with um, Yolanta and basically said, something isn't feeling right for me. I feel ready to do this but there's something not right. And so she asked me what type of progesterone I'd been given and actually recommended going back and asking for some body identical. Again, my doctors were amazing. I rang them up. I told them that I'd like to change my prescription to body identical progesterone. They did it. I got it. And two weeks ago, well, just under two weeks ago, I started taking my HRT. And all I'm going to say is I woke up the morning after, my legs hadn't fallen off, I hadn't grown a second head. You know, I'm just going to be really honest and truthful with everybody about my thoughts and, and, and feelings. And I was just like, oh, hello. Somebody's back in the room. I didn't realise how apathetic how discombobulated I was until that first morning I woke up after taking my first dose of HRT. And so where I'm at is I'm going to continue. I've been using it now for just under, as I say, just under two weeks. And I have achieved so much more in the last two weeks in terms of clearing cupboards, having the motivation to do things, having clarity, getting things done. I'm like chit, 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 chatty, chatty, chatty. I've turned into like chatty patty again. Um, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So from that perspective, I'm going to continue. I feel really comfortable that I've made the right decision for me at the right time. Because again, I feel if I'd taken it earlier, 
I wouldn't have had the body wisdom, the connection, the understanding of what it what it feels like. And again, for me, my symptoms weren't as awful, and I, you know, as some women's can be. I, I, I didn't. I never realised. I wasn't feeling despondent. I wasn't feeling what what what's the point? But actually, now maybe I was. I just didn't notice. The fact of the matter for me is that I was able to do it as an informed consumer. I'm very fortuitous that I was able to pay to get the kind of testing that I wanted, that I had a good relationship, that I've got amazing doctors who've been incredibly supportive and, you know, worked with me and understood what my needs are. And I feel really, really happy with where I'm at now. So yeah, my sleep is deeper, the power surges have gone, I'm you know eating in a way that, that suits me, I've got more energy, but more importantly, I've got more clarity, more motivation, and a little bit more va-va-voom. And that's what I've always been about. So yes, it's been a journey, but I now, for me, feel for me, I've been able to put all the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle together. I understand what nutritionally works for me. I'm, you know, using the, the the Healy in a way that is supporting me. I'm looking at, you know, my supplementation. I've made some changes there. And again, one of the things that I'd got to was I was, you know, I was spending a lot of money on supplementation, but then being able to see that that wasn't necessarily making the difference that I needed it to make. And, you know, all of those factors went into making the choices so that for me now, as I sit here today, and that's not to say that things won't change again in the future, I feel really comfortable and confident with the choices I've made, the, the type of HRT that I'm using and how I am responding. And I will keep you under updated if that changes. And as I say, I would not change anything that I've gone through or experienced or, you know, the approach that, that I've taken, all I can do is sit here at 55 and a half and look backwards and think, okay, what if I'd done that then? Or what about this? And it helps me to be much more rounded and more informed instead of being the arm foldy, you know, head shaky person that I was 10 years ago. And that's evolution, isn't it? When we know better, we, we do better. And again, I'm not sat here saying, everybody rush out and get, get your HRT. Absolutely not. What I'm saying is I am here and sometimes we have to make decisions. And as I always say to my customers and my clients and my friends, don't let your values and belief systems get in the way of a quality of life. So where else are we as we come to the close of this year? I've had an amazing year working with my coaching clients on the, on the calling. The first group finished in spring and you know had some amazing feedback and results and I've still stayed connected to quite a number of, of that group and they're still continuing to learn and explore because you're not gonna change everything in six months, but you're definitely going to get an awareness. I'm working with another cohort at the moment, right through until the spring equinox. And again, we're having some amazing breakthrough moments and some realizations. I've run two cycles of my brand new program, Dance Into Your Power, which has been the most joyous six-week program to run 
with a small group of, of women working with the soft power archetypes and really embodying them through through dance. And when I talk about dance, I'm not talking about line dancing or do-si-do or anything you would see on Strictly. This is embodied dance. So this is about being in a small space, maybe on a, a yoga mat with your eyes closed and the music taking you on a journey, a journey of embodiment and connection with that archetype. So we've worked with the sorceress, the warrioress, the lover, the mother and the queen. And the queen has been very interesting. So the queen is that natural part of us who's very comfortable in leadership. She is the energy of autumn, very discerning about what lets let, what, what gets let go of, what stays. She's very good at setting boundaries, creating the vision. She knows who to call in for counsel. She's who others would go to for blessings or sanctions. Um, and again, we're talking very much about a humble, regal queen, not the sort of Beyonce badass bitch queen that, you know, is so synonymous on social, social media. And for many of us, she's been a real struggle to connect with and get to know because obviously in society, we don't always like women to know their minds and have boundaries and put their own needs first and you know that's been a real interesting journey for myself because um queen wasn't particularly high for me and for some of my clients and we've had a real we've had some real fun getting to know her learning to say no learning to set boundaries um, banishing people who needed to be banished from our realm and just making sure that even though we had a vision, we weren't losing our kindness, but we were making that very nice switch over to having our own needs met. And that can be a real thing for a lot of women. And that's what we've really enjoyed exploring. I've also been working again with Gather the women and had some beautiful circles through the through the year, inviting and holding the space for women to connect with eat themselves and gather the three elements of themselves, the girl they used to be, the woman they are now, and the woman they are yet to become. And there will be another opportunity in the new year to join me in person on Saturday mornings for my next Gather the Women. There will also be an online Dance Into Your Power from January for six weeks. So an opportunity for some of my wonderful connections uh, out, outside the, the Leicestershire area to join me on this beautiful journey of dance embodiment and deeper connection with the archetypes. So I'm really looking forward to the opportunities that are coming our way. So that's it really. I just wanted to give you a little update to show that, you know, we're constantly evolving. The scientific method is always about have a theory, test it, prove it wrong and find another theory. So there you go. You know, this this is this is me. And you know, for anyone I've ever been arm foldy or looking at, you know, I have definitely along my journey gone from HRT is the devil to if it's your choice, it's your choice, to now if it's my choice, it's my choice. And doing the research, having the knowledge and the information and making sure that I'm taking it. And the, my reason for taking it is about quality of life. It's not about having my, you know, being, staying 20 and forever young. It's about truly enjoying this wonderful, wise woman phase of my life. And more importantly, 
I think I came to a huge realization during this year that even though, as I said, this is a natural process, we live in anything but a natural world. And, you know, definitely life can catch up with us. You know, for me, that constant running and being busy and hustling, which was so outside of who I actually naturally am. And something else I did this year, which was fantastic, was to have my human design profile done. And that was, again, another real awakener and a moment, another opportunity to go, sense and I'm not going to tell you too much about that because I'm hoping that I'm going to get the wonderful Gus on a podcast with me in 2023 and we're going to tell you all about human design and give you the opportunity to connect in with yours as well so I just wanted to finish today with this beautiful poem that I read to my dance into your power community some of you may have heard it before um I'm didn't take the person who read it, which is very, very naughty, but please, it's not my, it's not my words, but these are the words that I share with all of my clients at the end of their programs. And as we're about to come into winter, the end of this year, the end of this season, this is just a beautiful invitation to all of you, the too much woman. There she is, the too much woman, the one who loves too hard, feels too deeply, asks too often, desires too much. There she is taking up too much space with her laughter, her curves, her honesty, her sexuality. Her presence is as tall as a tree, as wide as a mountain. Her energy occupies every crevice of the room, too much space she takes. There she is causing a ruckus with her persistent wanting, too much wanting. She desires a lot, wants everything too. Too much happiness, too much alone time, too much pleasure. She'll go through brimstone, murky river and hellfire to get it. She'll risk all to quell the longings of her heart and body. This makes her dangerous. She is dangerous and there she goes, that too much woman. Making people think too much, feel too much, swoon too much. She with her authentic prose and a self-assuredness in the way she carries herself. She with her belly laughs and her insatiable appetite and her proneness to fiery passion. All eyes on her thinking she's hot shit. Oh, that too much woman. Too loud, too vibrant, too honest, too emotional, too smart, too intense, too pretty, too difficult, too sensitive, too wild, too intimidating, too successful, too fat, too strong, too political, too joyous, too needy, too much. She should simmer down a bit, be taken down a couple of notches. Someone should put her back in a more respectable place. Someone should tell her, here I am. The too much woman with my too tender heart and my too much emotions, a hedonist, feminist, pleasure-seeking empath. I want a lot. Justice, sincerity, spaciousness, ease, intimacy, actualization, respect, to be seen, to be understood, your undivided attention and all of your promises to be kept. I've been called too much woman. I've been called high maintenance because I want what I want and intimidating because of the space I occupy. I've been called selfish because I'm self-loving. I've been called a witch because I know how to heal myself. And still I 
rise. Still, I want and feel and ask and risk and take up space. I must. Us too much women have been facing extermination for centuries. We are so afraid of her, terrified of her big presence, of the way she commands respect and wields the truth of her feelings. We've been trying to stifle the too much woman for eons in our sisters, in our wives, in our daughters. And even now, even today, we shame the too much woman for her bigness, for her wanting, for her passionate nature. And still she thrives. In my own world and before my very eyes, I am witnessing the reclamation and rising up of the too much woman. That too much woman is also known to some as wild woman or the divine feminine. In any case, she is me, she is you, and she is loving and she's finally, finally getting some airtime. If you've ever been called too much or overly emotional or bitchy or stuck up, you are likely a too much woman. And if you are, I implore you to embrace all that you are, all of your depth, all of your vastness, to not hold yourself in and to never abandon yourself, your bigness, your radiance. Forget everything you've heard. Your too muchness is a gift. Oh yes, one that can heal, incite, liberate and cut straight to the heart of things. Do not be afraid of this gift and let no one shy you away from it. Your too muchness is magic, is medicine. It can change the world. Don't believe me, check this. All of your favorite women, the ones who've made history, the ones you've lent their voices, who've lent their voices for change and have given courageously of themselves permission to be exactly who they are. They are all too much women. So please, too much woman, ask, seek, desire, expand, move, feel, be. Make your waves fan, your flames give us chills. Please rise, we need you. So to all the too much women out there, the secret sorceresses, the women who know that they deserve so much more, but just don't know how to find it. The women that know that they are on the precipice of change, they can feel the transformation. They've had their eyes awakened by the changes of the last few years. They're battle weary of this way of being. Something I've been saying is how do I run an old school business in 2023? I am not a millennial. I never will be. I'm a proud 1967 baby. So how do I show up in a way that feels authentic and aligned and allows me to connect and attract the too much women that I so desire and want to dance with? I'm gonna leave it to the universe. I'm just gonna keep turning up. I'm gonna to continue to rise. I'm gonna to continue to shine. And I'm gonna be powered by whatever it takes to ensure that I live this authentic rest-based living where I have just enough power in my batteries to serve when I need to serve and rest when I need to rest. I wish you the most amazing Yuletide I hope that you have the opportunity to spend it with everyone you love, doing what you love. And please, please, please remember, it is your Yuletide too. Yes, there will be presents under the Christmas tree, but please ensure that you too are present and not simply being served, tired and frazzled at the dinner table. Ladies and gentlemen, have 
Thank you for dancing with me, for getting my kind of crazy. And I look forward to the adventures, the discussions and the wonderful opportunities that we are going to have to connect in 2023. All my love, best wishes and thank you.